All right, now, finally, I can officially welcome you to TCAST, season, season three, three, episode one. Wow. Also, too, I know you don't watch any of the shows. <laughs> so well, somebody, drop, somebody might. Names, somebody might. drop names that you know. All right. Now. Um, <clears throat> you're like, you, you picked the, the only area. Do you want to choose the Oh! <laughs> <laughs> right between the, right here. Yeah, right hey, here what's middle. up? What's up? Oh, now you see me. Now you know. Hey, peek <laughs> <laughs> It's lit. Uh, here. Let's do this. Oh, nice. Let's do this. Do I, do I wear this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, one second, one second, one second. Hey. Alright, I gotta figure it out. Okay. Alright. Hello. I'm not in my driver's seat yet. Test, test, test. I don't hear anything. Are you talking? I don't. I mean, I hear stuff. Oh! That was. Hello. Can you hear? Yeah, I, I, I can hear you. Obviously, I wasn't as. Mirror, mirror. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yo! Sorry, 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 sorry. Alright. I'm not trying to. I don't want an intro yet. This is. No intro? Not yet, not yet. Let me do it in a second. Alright. Keep, keep him entertained. Keep him entertained. Are we live? Oh, you just leave it like unedited? Maybe I should maybe I should get an Instagram. You think it's a good idea? Nah, man. I'm on Snapchat every day. <laughs> I know if I get on Instagram, I'll be addicted. No, not addicted. Just It's not the same as Instagram. You think so? I don't think so. Uh-huh. I, I don't think you'll like it as much. If you, you, don't, do, so? if you don't yet, you never will. It's, uh-huh. it's dying every day. Uh-huh. Say hi. Hi. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I can't hear anything else. Oh, hello. All right, there we go. Yo, we could do reactions to like random. You should. Okay, that'd be so, great so too. So now, I think now is a good time uh, to do a, my little intro. You have an intro. All right, bet, bet, bet. kind of. It's not really an intro. I'm just gonna be like, turn this, this up. up. This is a dope setup though. Thank you. A lot of wires. A lot. Way too many wires. Yeah. So it's just so people who are watching know this. There we go. If either of us say like, we're going to take a shot. How about there? We'll start with that one. No, that doesn't count. You just said it. it. All right. You can. We made the bet before, yeah. The best way to describe the rules is if you say L-I-K-E. Because that that's count? not that's not the word. It's the rules. Ooh, the rules. The rule. Exactly. <laughs> So now a tip, a tip for podcasting is anytime you want to move your head, make sure you grab, see that cage, grab, see the, see or the cage? grab this, no, the cage, see the cage, this? the cage, see the cage, the circle thing around it. Ah, like, yeah, yeah, it has yeah, like, yeah. that has like rubber bands, anything, any way you want to grab that cage, you can grab it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Any move, it. It, move around any way you want. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So we'll, we'll move it to where your hair head is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah so if you, if you, if you look at somebody and you move your head, move, move the microphone as well. See? Like, oh, okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to do this? Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't I just leave it here and then just move my head? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, because it won't. He- All right. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that was so cute. So, like, if I, if I, what if I move my head and then come? Okay. No, it doesn't work. No, I got to. I gotta bring it with me. <laughs> I like how you're like, oh shoot! I just said it three times. Oh, oh let's no. go! Oh no! Okay, so basically, you are you are enjoying podcasting in a live form. Uh, we're live. Hell yeah! All right, I love it. Welcome to Tcast, T-Cast season three, three episode, episode one. one I, I think. think. I think. I'm not really sure if it, that's what I'm gonna go with, but. That's what I think we're going to go with for Special now. Special episode one. Special episode. So is, in case we do have an episode one, this is the special yeah, episode so, one. Okay, so <laughs> Daniel and I started... Uh, I want to... Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so... I like looking at myself. You, you can still see it from there, can't you? No, I see my elbow. Oh, wrong elbow. Oh, I can take this... Uh, <laughs> oh, you're good, man. It don't matter. Yeah. All right, so... Daniel and I started TCAST back in 2019. I think so. 
I think so. Cheers to my very first podcast. Hey, to the first podcast. Let's go. You were the first person. It was an it was an accident. I got this equipment from my friend Zach. We were on another podcast called My Life is a Comicality. It's called M L I A C My Emliac. It's on SoundCloud. There's I think four or five episodes on SoundCloud. The link is in the description below. But Zach gave me the equipment for the podcast. And yeah, good job. Good job. I watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> really, I'm proud of you. And he was like, yo, man, if you want to do some shit with this, like, go ahead. Uh, you know, go, go crazy. And I did. I called you. I was like, yo, man, I uh, got, I got some podcast. Shit. If you have a story, and you did, because you got hit in the face. You got in a fight or something. Yeah, I got knocked out. Knocked out. Get in the way between them, right? Yeah. And then I get rocked. Oh my god. It right. was it wasn't pretty. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> okay. Never never your fault. Yeah. Uh could never be your fault. No, no, and it wasn't never, my fault. Never, never, no. never, never. <laughs> no, not at all. Never. Um So now season three is because I went to LA for a few a, a little bit right before COVID. Then COVID hit and I came back and I didn't I didn't podcast at all because I didn't have my own place. I was living with my parents. I didn't have an area for it. No one wanted a podcast because COVID made everyone like scared of everything. I would have podcasted. Good point. You probably said that and just, I just never took you seriously. But now here sure. we are. Season three, episode one, I think. We are in Tyson's corner and I think like all season you should just be like, It's season three, episode one. <laughs> <laughs> The joke that I take, the joke for the rest of the this rest of the season, I'd be like, "Yo, welcome to season three, episode one." Um, so no, the reason I got you're right. What you said earlier, you, we we should like react to stuff is because yeah, that'd be sick. The reason I got this monitor stand, you can't really see it in the camera angles I have set up right now, but I could move this camera, um, or I could just record my screen. That's what I should do. Oh my gosh, that's what I should do. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go to QuickTime. Go to QuickTime Player. It's like it's like we're doing a how to podcast tutorial. Yeah, it really. Is. <laughs> we really are. Yeah, new screen recording. I said like again, so that's two. Oh, uh, that's three. Shite, shite, bro. Yeah. There's probably more if we go back through the video. Yeah. But we'll say three because that's the only ones we caught. I'll do it now. Capture selected window, entire screen. Oh, entire screen. I'm I'm worried that everyone's gonna want a table microphone. This is more fun. Okay, all right, that's good to know. Um, I also really want to hang a microphone from the ceiling. That'd be cool. How cool would that be? Yeah, that'd be sick. So cool. But how would I how would I actually hang it? I, I wouldn't know how to hang it because I'm not gonna mount it to the ceiling. I mean, this one kind of. I would. This not like it wouldn't be long enough, but I get to, I get what you're saying. I would have to to potentially maybe the wall. I could mount it to the I could mount one of these to the wall maybe, or like you see up here right here. Mm, that's the air vent. No, that is. Yeah. You can get like a like a little hook or something. Oh, a little hook maybe, put up here. Maybe have the microphone down. Yeah, that wall is probably better for that stuff. Yeah, because like uh, I could like hook it off to that wall. So basically, I'm just I'm just trying to get the stuff out of your face, and also, and also, I'm try I want to find an area where the mics can like live, where it's not going to be annoying. All right. Well, anyways, I don't think they're annoying. All right, good. That's good. Welcome. You're Thanks for first, having me. You're my first TCast season three episode one guest. And we yeah. are we are waiting for uh, a celebrity guest to come shortly. He is my first. He it's his first time on TCast coming shortly. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mm -hmm. spoil the guest because he's. I think he'll be in the title, so the yeah. audience the audience knows that he's coming. That is. Um, I don't I don't want to say his name yet. I want to say it when he's coming in. So so basically, welcome. Thank you so much for for finally finally uh, joining us. Here at TCast, I don't know exactly what I'm going to be doing. I think I'm going to be doing tattoo time. Tattoo time coming up shortly in the future after I get my my feet wet. I'm, uh -huh. I need I need to do a few guests that don't that I, before I start tattoo time. Yeah, I need to start mentioning it to people because I I need yeah. to get I need to get some, one person that is like 
like super excited to talk about it. I couldn't do my own tattoo time. So that's the that's the point is I need a podcast that I can talk about. Yeah. That I that I don't need a guest for. Everything since now so every every podcast since now has been a guest. I've never done by myself. Why not? I just I don't I don't, I don't like talking to a audience by myself. I'd rather have a guest. I, I like talking to people. Put on some cat videos and react to them. That's by yourself. That's, that's, not, that's not a podcast. <laughs> that's like oh, that's like that's, like that's like memeing, you know. Ah, I and I, I love that. I'm I'm down. Fun. I'm down to do it. But I I I love. As much as I love podcasts, like I watch and listen pot to podcasts, yeah. And I when I'm when I'm there, I'm like, oh man, I, I could. It would be so much fun to do a podcast. I feel like I could do this. It's not. When I was growing when up, we're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. When I was growing up, it was difficult to. Man, I wish I could. I needed to learn how to um, set your audio to a different level here. That'd be kind of cool. Um. Oh. Um, we also should do this so I don't get copyrighted. We're probably going to now. Rip. Um, what you said, cat videos? I don't know. Let's let's do um people are people are awesome. Oh, sick. Let's do twenty fifteen just like to throw it back. Some a little old, bit. Oh, okay. Um, uh, you know what this is? People are amazing or people are awesome. Have you ever seen this compilation thing? Yeah. It's basically just oh a video scary. of people doing amazing things. Um. But yeah, so so the reason I think this is what I'm, I want to might want to do in the future is because you want to do that? No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the The idea of what doing is like like I'm filming you reacting to this on yeah. a, on a microphone, basically, so that people can see and hear you. Yeah, and I'm also doing the same thing. So it's very meta content. But the reason I think that's interesting is because I want to interview people that have like a, a viral video. Yeah, and then like ask them the questions about it. Oh, yeah, stuff like that. But like, or I went viral on Reddit in college. Uh oh, doing what? I had a picture with a cat. <laughs> and you went viral <laughs> with a picture of a cat. That's cool. No, it wasn't a cat. It was a ocelot. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, on the front page of Reddit. We should do our shot. Oh yeah, it's right here. Yeah, I got right. to a board. You can hand it to me if you can't. Want. I'm so comfortable. So, uh, <laughs> right, I got you. No. Okay. There. Oh. Shit. Rip. <laughs> Here. While it's off, I guess take a shot. You should put a counter for how many times we say the L word. Oh. Yeah. There will, there will be when I get, the, get to the editing. The, view, the viewers at home have already noticed that. All right. Although that would give me a f- ton of editing to do. Um, what was I about to... Oh, make sure, make sure I'm not here... Ooh, it is. Okay, cool. Is the What's today? Tuesday? Monday. Monday. Stupid. Damn. Stupid. <laughs> I was about to say, like, I, I don't got anything to do on Monday. I can pull up every Monday. Oh, don't say that. That's dangerous, man. Oh, I'm dead serious. I'll take you serious on that. Monday is my day off from life. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Sunday, so, got soccer. Weekends, just like basketball and just hanging out. And Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday I'm free too. Most Tuesdays. Monday and Tuesday I don't do anything. After work. Okay. Yo. <laughs> yeah, Wednesdays and uh Wednesdays I got game this week I don't got a game. Thursday. <clears throat> so um let's see, maybe we'll do uh twenty twenty two just so it's more relevant. 2022? 15 wasn't as relevant. 30 days and 30 minutes. All right. 30 oh, days. Oh, I shot. Yeah, thank you. Oh. All right. Here we go. And oh. make sure the Cheers. camera. Make sure the camera can see. All right. I, I can't tell. I can't see. Over there. Your camera's right there. Oh. Oh. I got to look at the camera. All right. Got you. Oh. Oh, that works. Camera can see me. I see. I see the camera. Perfect. Cheers. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Three, two, one. And. Mmm. Oof. All right, that was okay. Okay, so in uh, in thirty seconds or less or more, tell one of those microphones, probably the one by the couch, lean back because this one's in, in your face. This is like someone's gonna think I'm pranking the internet by how much equipment I have and not using. 
They're kind of like. Isn't it hey, feel like hey, a fake? No, no, no. Eventually, eventually, you might use all of them. I, I hope. Yeah, I hope so. You will. You will. I believe in you. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to interview three people at once because I'm gonna, I'm gonna need more. I'm gonna need more cameras for that. The future. If this gets to the point, if if I start making money, then yes, I will do that. But let's do it. Yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. But um, yeah, in 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 thirty seconds or more or less, tell the people who you are and what you do and why you're here and your favorite sex position. Uh, my name is Daniel. Um. I'm a software developer. I'm here because uh, season three, episode one, right? Uh, favorite sex position. <laughs> uh, like doggy, I guess. Mm, true. Hell yeah. That just gonna give us a, give us some you know some some sex talks and stuff. All right, bet. Yeah, I told you, people ask me what I talk about, and I said sex. Ah. Just as a joke, but now it's true. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. <laughs> um, so you, all right, hell yeah. Okay, so technically, um, Daniel, we're not. Pre- I'm not prepared for for you. So you're Rip. you're just gonna be my my comedic. I got you. Relief I got you. for the side. Um, and then unfortunately, this one is. All right, now, finally, I can officially welcome you to TCast. Season, Season three, three episode, episode one, and now I'm going to w- welcome the celebrity guest. Let's see. There we go. Welcome. Thanks for having me. The celebrity <laughs> guest. Welcome, welcome to TCast. Um, everybody, this is Matt Byers, the one and only. He is responsible for many things that you've seen. The the most popular that you are involved in, I believe, is the Real Housewives of Potomac. If I'm if I'm wrong. Oh my bad. I was still waiting for the celebrity to walk in. Oh, true. They they're on their way. <laughs> they're on their way. Um, they're a little late, but that's fine. I'm not sure they're they'll come in through the door eventually. I promise. <laughs> yeah. No. Real Housewives of Potomac. Uh, the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, season seven, episode three. Uh, aired to over a million people, a million live viewers wow. last night on Bravo. Damn. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eastern Standard. Eastern Standard Time. Is that every Sunday? Every Sunday for the next, like, what, 20, 21 episodes a season? Ooh. Yeah. And do you, are you involved in more than just the Real House of Potomac? Do you do any other? So uh, the answer is hell yes. Yes, and absolutely. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So I'm a talent manager um, and you know PR guru, and I know that that uh, kind of gets um, thrown around a lot. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, <clears throat> so I, I have my clients that I handle day to day for that I'm a manager of and the alpha on their teams. Most of my clients are not on Bravo or not. Real Housewives of Insert City, um, mm. much less Potomac, where I actually happen to uh, grow up mostly. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm a friend of the show um, uh, since season three. Mm. So oh. for the last four years, I've been on the show uh, as Karen's homie, uh, commonly referred to as her attorney, accountant, <laughs> you know, uh, depending on who you ask, it could go. Mm. Far left from there, but no, just um, uh, Karen and I met when I was 17 and I was a host at Hunter's where I've taken, uh, taken you. I was, yeah. uh, that was my first job or whatever before going okay. away to, going away to, to college. And, um, her son, Brandon and I were in the um, same class and in completely different social circles. I was, um, uh, I was really into acting. I was, um, mm. uh, really, are you sure? Yeah, <laughs> how could you guess? Yeah, <laughs> no um, way. No, I was I was a I was a child actor, not a child star. Otherwise, we'd be having, <laughs> otherwise we'd be having this conversation in rehab. So. <laughs> oh, in, in a whole different location. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, no. So uh, Karen um, and I have been uh, familiar and fond of each other for a long, long time. And uh, show business is the only industry I've ever known. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and uh, Once I, you start, it's hard to get out. 
very that, mm. very that. Mm. Um, and I'm, I'm literally living proof. It's, you know, 14 years later, I caught the, mm. I caught the showbiz bug while in college mm. and, um, uh, haven't really looked back. And now, so. was it your first experience or was it like after a few years of getting the best and the worst of it that you realized that you found the thing or was it, was it like right away that you were like, oh, this is dope. So that's, it's, it's a little bit of a loaded question because it's a loaded answer. Mm. Um, I got very fortunate early on to be afforded some just out of this world, incredible opportunities and working with some of the biggest, biggest household names and cultural icons, mm. uh, like Elton John, Billy Joel, Cindy Lauper, um, all like within months of, uh, finishing, uh, oh, Grand Dom's calling me now. That would. Um, but if like if like Gabby called, that'd be fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were saying basically you were fortunate enough to work with yeah, some of the, I, the uh, largest people. I I I, uh, I networked my ass off and still do. I mean that's uh, the biggest advice I can I can give to people. I don't care what industry you're in. Mm-hmm. Just Absolutely, constantly yeah. be meeting and. Uh, be around uh, it's like if you want to uh if you're you want to be a tennis player and if you want to get better at tennis they tell you to always play against people that are better than better you better than you yeah so yeah you always want to walk into the room and not be the like most important person there okay yeah good point because if you walk into a room and you're the most important person there like, then why are you, you there need to be there yeah there's no reason to be <laughs> no there. shade but um no i mean uh i i uh had some really terrific mentors early on mm. um tina ferris um still my uh business partner to this day darren prince um leaned on him for years a prince marketing group and I, uh, I'm in a really solid place right now and get to really, uh, do my own thing and operate under the umbrella of a big agency, but still have the freedom to keep my own client list and, um, you know, run my own hours. And, you know, I, I get asked all the time, like, Oh, well, how can, how can you be a successful talent manager and you don't live in New York or Los Angeles? <laughs> well, I lived in LA for three years and uh, I lived in New York for six. I okay. was born in Brooklyn, New York. So I could be, especially in 2022, hmm. I don't know about y'all, but like 90% of what I do is on this. It's very good. If point. I have a Wi-Fi signal, then you're anyway. And this, the, uh, I could be just as effective in Wichita, Kansas as I could in West Hollywood. Mm. <laughs> um, I just happen to be an only child and love to have, uh, call me corny, call me cheesy, but I love to have an anchor to be close by my parents mm. while yeah. they're still, while they're still here. You know yeah. It's, it's nice to, good point, knock on wood. It's like, it's, it's nice to be able to like go to the same bar you went to, uh, before the world knew who you are. And they still treat you the same way that you did. They did, you know, when you were a kid, which is cool. Like, like when you were 21, you didn't know that you would be in this position you are now. Right. When I was 21, I was literally a hospitality manager for Sir Elton John Red Piano Tour, and you know, going running around. uh, I remember uh, one of the first, uh, one of the biggest. semi-private events that I produced was I was really heavy um, in um, uh, Obama's inauguration festivities. Mm. Um, That was like really, really eye-opening. And um, that's that's sort of when Obama's inaugural inauguration, (laughs) (laughs) Um, because there were two, Um, (laughs) that's when I realized this is, I'm right where I belong. You know mm. what I'm saying? Um, this is the industry for me. Okay. Uh, if it's like this, then all the time, count me then in. I'm, then That's I'm good. It. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't like in, in our lifetime, Hollywood hasn't come to 
the nation's capital like that. The closest uh, I'd say we've come is maybe um, the um, uh, uh, the walk for you know gun violence, gun march in like March of uh, 2018. That was everything. Yeah, um, everyone was there. Yeah, um, and um, uh, and certainly stay involved. Of uh, I owe a lot of my success to the benevolence and opportunities afforded to me by staying involved and contributing to um, the Kennedy Center mm. and um, uh, being involved with uh, the Kaminsky brothers who produced the Mark Twain Prize um, for comedy um, for many, many years. And they were really you know, good to me even when they didn't have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just, it's, uh, just drawing on, uh, being a capable, reliable and pleasant person. Mm. Um, it's just sort of like my mantra and psyche and trying to a conversationalist. Know, yeah. Yeah. I can talk to anybody about anything. Right. Exactly. You, know? you want but- to talk about underwater basket weaving? I got you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're the pro, at least. <laughs> if, I, if I was going to go to anybody for that, it would be, it'd be you for sure. Right, right. Not to Groupon. <laughs> you know what the purple dinosaur is? That's one thing that I learned in film school is to be the purple dinosaur of whatever it is that you want to specialize in. And so it's basically when somebody is asked, hey, have you ever, you know, obviously the word purple dinosaur can be exchanged for anything else, but... Barney. Yeah, yeah sure. that's, that's the yeah. obvious. <laughs> but like how often are you going to be asked for a purple dinosaur? And if you are asked for a purple dinosaur and someone thinks of you, then you basically, the, the idea is be the person that people think of when they're asked for something specifically. Um, and that was the one thing that helped me get a little get better or get get a little bit further what's your uh, favorite part about like uh, like being in the industry and stuff so working as um i'll say a talent rep mm-hmm. it's important to acknowledge that if you're an artist if you're an income producing oper- if you're an income producing entity um whether you're an actor or TV personality, or you know, uh, uh, whatever. <clears throat> there are always four people that are like quintessential to um, you know your success that are essentially your team: um, your agent, your attorney, your manager, and your publicist. We all know what attorneys do, and it's important yeah. to look at what you know, the difference is between. Uh, cause I mean, I've been in showbiz for 14 years. My parents mm-hmm. still can't tell you to this day what the fuck I do, you know? <laughs> um, but when Billy Joel calls my parents landline to wish my mom a happy birthday or, oh, you know, I, I get to take her to meet her icon, uh, Carol Burnett for her, um, for her, uh, uh, 60th, um, not to age her, um, <laughs> uh, but she's probably not gonna hear this. So, um, <laughs> exactly. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, agent, manager, publicist, and attorney. We know what attorneys do. Agents' job is to keep income-producing opportunities flowing and abounding for you as the talent, as the mm-hmm. as the artist. You know, uh, publicists, which I've always been fascinated by, just with my mind for marketing. And um, have coming from a real estate family, um, uh, real estate and law family, um, that uh, publicist's job is to keep you in the best light possible, um, so that and keep you relevant, if you will, and Googleable <laughs> for the for the right reasons. Um, and in the best company and again, portrayed in the best light possible so that the agent's job is easier to get you work. And the manager's job is there to hold your hand as the, as the talent, as the, as the artist, uh, as the client, um, to say, Hey, here's what we're going to say yes to. We're going to ask for more money here. Here's why it just, you're, you're that. And also you're also. Um, quarterback 
in making sure that the attorney and the publicist and the agent are doing what the fuck they're supposed to do. And yeah. I have 11 clients under a written agreement right now. Um, so that's 11 Damn, agents, 11 publicists and 11 attorneys. So, and they're not 11 to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With that said, um, each team, each client is different. Their mm. needs are different. Um, it's a different scope of work and it's a different vibe. Mm. Um, not everybody has a publicist. Not everyone can shell out, you know, thousands of dollars a month for a monthly retainer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, um, and, uh, so with, uh, my interests in PR and my background in, in marketing and everything, what I went to uh, school for, what I went to college for, um, <clears throat> I sort of try to fill the gap in each of my uh, clients' um, needs and in, in the team. Just uh, um, and uh, I don't I don't work with any jerks. Yeah. So that's important. Yeah, it's sort of been it's my creed. Um, don't be the a whole dick. like you know no asshole thing. Yeah. Is uh, you know overdone and overspent, but yeah, you just. Uh, uh, I, I work too hard and my, my clients, uh, appreciate that. And you know, 10% of their bullshit's my bullshit. Right. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and do you think you do enough or more than you should or, or the perfect amount for your, for your clients? Well, it's, you're only as valid as your last deal. Mm, okay. And if you uh, inevitably there are going to be moments where um, some months your I mean life happens yeah. um, you know you can't be on 1000 all the time um, mm-hmm. but because um, again I answer my own phone you know what I'm saying I have a bookkeeper um, you know, the occasional, uh, intern or assistant. And uh, that's basically it. I have my Prince marketing group team for, mm-hmm. uh, big stuff. And, um, uh, uh, I lean on my colleagues there more so for athletes and big, you know, commercial campaigns and stuff like that. That's a perfect but, um, leeway to the next question is, oh. I would love for you to give me like a, a short, explanation obviously if the audience wants to know any more mm-hmm. then we can do a second version but for for the purpose of right now i would like to know like what it is that got you the opportunity to work with the, the prince marketing group so um <clears throat> uh prince marketing group i was uh, previously at a, um, at a different, um, booking agency right out of college. Um, when I moved, you know, what I, I should say, not right out of college, but moved back to, um, Maryland mm. in 2016. Um, I was sort of, uh, figuring out if I wanted to, you know, oh, I'm not out for blood. I don't really want to be an agent. Um, I'm really terrific at hospitality, and <clears throat> and um, uh, I'm really terrific at saving people time and money. And I'm a connector. My like my network and my like contact list is lit. Mm-hmm. So it was aligning with Darren, um, Darren Prince, and Steve Simon, and Nick Cordasco. And Chris Volo, um, that uh, you know, Darren really taught me how to leverage to make my network um, profitable, to leverage my network, and you know, uh, take uh, to really, really um, uh, take contacts and you know, profit off of uh, off of you know, building relationships and. Um, brokering mm. introductions that you may not even, right. you know, think to, Oh, that person, well, if they, if they knew each other, this, to get, like, you know, it's just, mm. it's just making millions off of like nothing. 
Well, yeah. And, um, just because you introduced somebody. Uh, yeah, just, um, uh, Darren gave me the opportunity when I could have gone a hundred different ways. Um, he's always been my, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an only child, so he's always been like the big brother figure. Um, the brother you uh, never had. Yeah. Yeah. At least not in this lifetime, but, and that's the other, that's the gag. I mean, we literally couldn't be any more different. (laughs) Um, uh, just, uh, not going to go there, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, could not be any more different. Um, but, uh, no, I love him like a brother and we speak every day, but, um, uh, uh, just, um, taking, uh, notes of his and, um, aligning with him. Um, we memorialized, um, our, uh, I, I joined PMG, um, and yeah, uh, top of, top of 20, top of 2016. Mm. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's a lot more to talk about. However, I do want to do a one shot. Oh yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say the word like three times. What? Like, like, <laughs> like now we all Beetlejuice, have to, Beetlejuice, <laughs> Beetlejuice. Now we all have to do a shot. Right. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to pour mine. I'm going to pour yours. I already have mine. All right. All right. And the reason I'm pouring a shot is because. I want you to be a little bit um, uh, energized to talk about your recent exciting adventure at BravoCon. Hey, (laughs) three, two, one. Okay, so please, as short or long as you would like to tell me about, (laughs) because the reason I was excited to talk to you is because BravoCon happened recently? It did. For the audience's perspective, it was probably not that recently because I don't know how long it'll take me to make this. However, for us, for us, for us. So yeah, to uh, to clarify, BravoCon officially was <clears throat> October uh, Friday, October fourteenth through Sunday, October sixteenth, um, in New York City at the Javits Center. Javits Center. Hmm. Mm. And there were tens of thousands of Bravo fans and uh, TV watchers. It was absolutely electric. Um, I had the pleasure of being at the inaugural (laughs) um, uh, BravoCon in 2019, and that didn't even hold... uh, hold a candle to how powerful this experience was. Mm. I mean, literally first off (laughs) I'll say this. Um, uh, I have, you know, several, um, several talent that I fuss over Mm -hmm. on the TV network Bravo, but, um, I was engaged by a client of mine, Cynthia Bailey, who's, Uh, was on the Real Housewives of Atlanta Mm. for 11 seasons and recently decided that she wanted to go from unscripted television, a.k.a. reality TV, to scripted Mm. and is doing serious, you know, movie roles. She's a serious actress now and and expounding on that aspect of her career and is uh, is killing the game. She's doing terrific. Mm. And she uh, did a spinoff, which is on Peacock, and now they've filmed the third Peacock's iteration of it. Over. The third iteration of it, also owned by NBC Universal. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's called Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, okay. which, if you can imagine, it's basically what that means is like a mashup. You take your fan favorite housewife from different. Uh, oh, it's like different. the multiverse of the housewives. Right. So it's, you know, uh, you have a fan favorite from Beverly Hills with oh. the fan favorite from Potomac, fan favorite from New York with the fan favorite from New Jersey with the fan favorite from Miami with oh. the fan favorite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like an Avengers. <laughs> yeah, with the fan yeah. favorite from Atlanta. And they spend a solid, 
you know, eight days um, in each other's faces and, you know, uh, uh, capture it for the, for the world to see on Peacock. That's cool. <laughs> it's called, um, yeah, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. And Cynthia Damn. was on the uh, first iteration of that um, with a bunch of other fan favorites. They filmed it in Turks and Caicos um, oh. last summer. And, um, you know, again, up for a bunch of, you know, uh, uh, awards and all that good stuff. It was great, great, great television. Oh. Um, and um, I think the most watched on um, uh, on Peacock, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Damn. But um, so she was, um, uh, you know, there in recognition of being a Bravo uh, icon legend status mm. from uh, giving 11 years of her, you know, life on the camera in front of the camera um, for Real Housewives of Atlanta. But um, uh, what I was getting at before getting majorly <laughs> distracted was there were 145 contracted Bravo talent um, appearing wow. at BravoCon together over the course of a weekend 80 of which all stayed in the same hotel no that's dangerous well i could think of a few other words for it (laughs) it was so fun it was like summer camp it really was it was so much fun it was so lit it was so hype it was it was everything wow Uh, the gansevoort meatpacking district on ninth street Ninth, uh, Ninth Avenue. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Gansafort and Meatpacking was everything. Just from, I'll say this, I touched down, I flew into LaGuardia on Thursday the 13th at like 6 p.m. Mm. Went straight to the hotel, straight to dinner with Cynthia, um, started running around from the point when I left to fly to Florida on Monday morning mm. to be another client. Um, I had slept a total of 11 hours. Oh, and, oh geez. And, and I like, wouldn't have had those, it any that's other That's not way. actual sleep. That's I wouldn't have had it any other way. That, that's like, that's like uh, naps. Yeah. It's, 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 you Little know, coma naps. Right. He can sleep on the plane, right? No, I mean, I, I, and I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope so. No, just, um, it, it, yeah, it was really just like, um, imagine the most lit summer camp you could sure. possibly imagine. So it's probably a blur. You don't remember anything specifically. Oh, I remember everything. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I remember is there everything. anything interesting that, that, uh, that would not have happened anywhere else that, you know, without mentioning names you can talk about? Well, also, too, I know you don't watch any of the shows. <laughs> so well, somebody, drop, somebody might. Names, somebody might. drop names, that, you know. Yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to ask questions. I'm going to make, I'm gonna, like, make up, like, fake names. You know, I would saying, believe just, you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, now, basically, um, the, the, the reason I'm asking is because somebody will hopefully see the title uh-huh. of... Bravo Con and be like, oh cool. I wonder if X Y Z happened. And if you mention it, it's like, so oh my god. What we should do is when you know you officially chop and screw all this, <laughs> um, you know, have me like back on, and you know, people listen if it works like this. Okay. Um, and I can like answer any like uh, questions. That, I don't know. Okay. But, so how about um, so how about this? How about this? The, you'll go ahead and um, give me at least one story that is most you know with a stab of fingers that you can remember it. And if anybody is interested in that, we'll, we'll dive in deeper than in that. And like a, you know, just pretend like we're in a taxi or we shared an Uber. Remember when Uber used to have share Ubers like taxi yeah. like Uber pool? Pretend like we're Uber Uber pool. <laughs> and we ha- we we both happen to know Bravo. I see. Okay. So the Also you got to you got to be like, "Oh my god, no way." <laughs> 
but yeah, if you get like really cheesy with it, I'll clock you. But, um, <laughs> That's why the headphones are dope because I can whisper and you can all hear it, but it feels like I'm whispering. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fans got hip to where you know talent was staying. You know what I'm saying? Oh, very quick. Yeah. Very quick. So literally, they had crowd Instagram. barriers. Oh. Like it was like a Beatles concert. Oh, that's too old of a reference. A Jonas Brothers <laughs> yeah. concert. I think like, we both oh, know man. who the Beatles are. Yeah. So <laughs> they literally had like the like steel beam mm-hmm. crowd barriers flanking the entrance of the hotel. And oh, cheers. The steel barriers like from the highway? Do they have like the SWAT team, like uh, like a whole bunch of security and stuff? Yeah, they had a bunch of suits, you know, some Fed-looking motherfuckers. Oh, Um, my gosh! You know, gotta uh, protect protect the precious (laughs) Bravo liberties and and, (laughs) Bravo liberties and their clicks and their yeah, the clicks are more important. Hey, yeah, (laughs) was there must been a lot of fun. Was there one specific person or group that they were like? Uh, warned to protect or was it the whole hotel well yeah it's like you know talent is talent is talent is mm-hmm. talent mm-hmm. it was there wasn't like one specific person that said it said and set it off no so um, it was, was just a fact one for all you know yeah the fact that there's 145 145 of them. there's the 80 in the hotels <laughs> they, all cho- they all chose the same hotel. <laughs> taking the same motherfucking elevators same slow ass <laughs> oh, elevators man. same slow ass elevators it wasn't off it park. wasn't filmed there's no like i mean having that many characters in one hotel either gotta be filming it for reality tv well that's <laughs> yeah, important to remember <laughs> Uh, give a little bit of a history lesson. Um, one of my clients, Carson Cressley, yeah, uh, uh, multiple Emmy Award winning uh, TV personality, style superstar, uh, was propelled to stardom and became a uh, became a public figure from a TV program in the early two thousands called. Uh, real uh, queer eye for the straight guy, mm-hmm. which was on NBC. And you have to remember um, a little history lesson before Bravo was a network, it was a production company. Mm-hmm. Oh, before it was a TV show? Before, no, before Bravo it was a, network, yeah. was a TV channel, television Tele- network. Wow. It was a production company. And the first show that they produced was Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Um, they started filming in So he was the debut of not only his Yeah, so his he show, set but the, the Bravo TV channel. Off. He was, you know, Got he it. walked so everyone else could run. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that show was groundbreaking and won every award that you can imagine. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and now Carson, of course, um, you know, 20 years later, walking has legend. more Emmys and is a uh, uh, judge on RuPaul's Drag Race season. 9,337 wow. um, and uh, has uh, Barbecue Brawl uh, his show um, with um, uh, Food Network mm. that's yeah. filming its fourth season in Palm Springs in January so multifaceted career but um, all that goes into play that like the Bravo fans um, are they they put so much stock in these shows mm. it's wild mm. i've never seen anything anything like it in my 14 yeah. year um career in this wacky wonderful beautiful terrible ugly, <laughs> gnarly, so I, um, I have a question real quick wait, 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 so wait, wait, wait. i got you no way is bravo like one of those uh is it, it's gonna like have something like atrio max or like disney plus or something are they planning on doing something like that yeah it's yeah. called peacock peacock oh, okay sorry i'm a little ignorant mm-hmm. to that stuff yeah, I don't watch too much TV, but um, yeah, man. Like, uh, what's your like one of your favorite memories from like this your uh, entire journey? Oh wow! Um, Doesn't have to be like your best memory or whatever, but like something that stuck out to you. Like one of your favorite memories, and um, I don't want to shoot from the hip with that. I'm gonna come back to that. Okay. All right. Um, what what about um 
Let me uh, follow up to that also. True. Like a one of one of your goals going forward. Um, goals going forward. Now that my uh, my parents are retiring, mm-hmm. um, I'm probably gonna have a way bigger presence um, and okay. spend a lot more time in New York. Like on like in Christmas. Yeah. Or are you gonna bigger, like, bigger move up there on or? Christmas? Uh, probably in the next um, uh, six months to a year. Probably okay. going to be, um, uh, yeah, a, a move to you know a New York is probably inevitable in the next you know I would say year or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, which part of New York? Brooklyn. Too, so. What's that? Brooklyn. No, um, probably uh, uh, closer in the city, um, back to my old neighborhood where I lived in Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shit, we'll see if I can afford it then, but we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> don't need much. <laughs> but yeah, with BravoCon. Um, some uh, lit moments that stand out definitely. Hell yeah. Um, the uh, biggest vibe um, of the weekend for me was after Andy Cohen's legend Legends Ball. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, first night, Friday night there was sort of an unspoken like after party on the rooftop of the host hotel of the Gansevoort. Yeah. And it's just sort of like no one said like, Oh, you know, after party here, but yeah, after party, Uh, you know, 1130 on the note. But like, you know, I, um, I was born in, born in Brooklyn, New York in the 80s, but I was obviously, I missed the Studio 54. Oh, but, <laughs> damn. But like walking, uh, getting off the elevator and seeing every, uh, every recognizable face mm, yeah. on the network and um, uh, everyone just, uh, you know, no phones out and just dancing and mm. enjoying each other. And, so you guys um, are really turning, tight, uh, turning like, up, really yeah, like a family. I mean, Bravo is definitely a family, yeah. that's for sure. Mm. But like the catering and the drink, it just like it was, you know, there were, there were, there were literally like <laughs> there were three hundred people on that rooftop, and like two hundred and eighty were relevant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Damn, that's hard. It was so hype, and there were like. It's 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 really like it's really like sports. Like there were upsets. Like whoa, man, they <laughs> came here. Like they walked in. Oh. Like literally, literally, it's 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 um uh it's it was so much fun. Um, and um, I was really really fortunate to have such a um such a uh close and dope experience through it all mm. have such amazing uh talent under my wing mm. so that's cool shit well thank you so much for joining oh yeah i had a great time with my first oh Wait, this is gonna be our first our, our last you yeah have, you have no questions? i mean, I mean uh, oh, okay. if if you were ready for that other question i had earlier about like your favorite one of your favorite memories oh mm. okay okay there um, we go Give him some time to think. It about. doesn't have to be like you know, uh, it doesn't have to be work related or anything. It could be like even from your childhood, like something something about you, like one of your favorite things. Uh, okay. Um, so there have been a couple of just like 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 showbiz nights out, yeah, where you like you know don't have your phones out. Yeah. And you're just sort of just like, is this really happening around? (laughs) Like I was um, in Los Angeles with a client for a photo shoot. Yeah. And uh, that particular client um, 
and Christina Aguilera are big fans of each other. Yeah. So they went to dinner. I connected with them. And then we all went out to uh, an after hours club together and literally spending like hours upon hours upon hours, like just just having a blast. Hanging out yeah. with Christina Aguilera. Jesus wow. Christ. Hanging out with Christina Aguilera and wow. just having just did you like call what did you call her? Genuine um Christina. Well, I was on mute the whole time. Oh, okay. I was just like listening and thankful, you know just to be there. I was like a, a notch above a fly on the wall. Yeah. You know yeah. So um uh with that said, um I didn't say much but I did make her laugh a couple times. Hell yeah. Um <clears throat> as per. Yes. As I tend to do. Yeah. Um but um and uh yeah, we rolled around in her sprinter that was like uh, uh, completely orange, uh, yeah. softest leather you've ever touched in your entire life. Mm. Everything like floor to ceiling to wall to this to that. Everything was just like orange leather uh, with like this incredible, um, you know, sprinter just riding around L.A. and turning our brains off. <laughs> um, uh, another time. Uh, actually here in DC at the, uh, uh, at the Kennedy center, um, riding, uh, it was the year that Bill Murray got uh-huh. the, um, some, got the Mark Twain mood prize. Lighting. Oh, oh. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Okay. Happy New Year. There you go. Nice. Um, just, uh. I, I, I live for the like you know kitschy because I'm not a huge contrary to popular belief I mean uh, I'm not a huge social media person I've never yeah. had a Snapchat I've never had a Twitter um, I haven't posted on my Instagram in like two something years and I was a late bloomer to that like Facebook used to be my own means of narcissism yeah and I stopped posting on that um, I mean just uh, uh, every uh, every aspect of our lives has a social media component to it yeah um, you know what we who we hang out with where we go what we do, where we shop, what we wear, um, you know, don't even get me started, but, um, I joined Instagram so that I could, I was literally that putz typing in www.instagram.com slash insert client handle, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) on my lap, so, enough, like, I just was trying to respect my time so I finally got an Instagram whatever yeah. a few years back um, but um, uh, anyways uh, yeah in, 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 in DC with um, uh, Mark Twain Prize um, getting to interact with some of the some of the biggest household names that you could possibly imagine yeah. um, you know sharing cars sharing cars with like um, sharing cars with um, Sigourney Weaver and um, uh, getting uh, advice that I, you know, didn't even ask for, and um, uh, you know, uh, making her laugh without even trying is just like validating, mm-hmm. um, and um. Eddie Vedder. Um, I have so many, so many terrific memories linked to um, the Kennedy Center, and yeah. uh, just there's not enough, not enough time to delve into all those. But mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's a terrific industry. And um, uh, any other uh, any other questions? I'm gonna do. This is gonna be our our first test. Of doing a phone call interview. Oh, let's do it. We're gonna have we're gonna have this. Uh, my friend Samantha is going to um, first. We're gonna make sure. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. Do I do I? Am I coming in clearly? 
What? <laughs> Can you hear me well? Sometimes. Okay, good. Okay, so hello and welcome to the first. Oh wow! Of course, of course. Did your phone die? No, no, no. I was the the car. What car? You couldn't hear that car out there. It was like. <laughs> Um, welcome to the first. <laughs> oh my god, the car is outside. Well, oh. I promise we're not prank calling you. No, I was thinking about doing it, but <laughs> no. Hello, hello, and welcome to the first T Cast <laughs> season three episode one phone call interview type. I've never done like a phone call <laughs> in a in a podcast, but I'm here with Daniel, who is not on camera right now because I, I ran out of um, technology. And also, we're here with Matt Byers, my celebrity guest. Hey, hey! So, <laughs> so this um, is like a sex advice hotline, right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> you got it exactly Great. right. Um, awesome. And so we were here talking with Matt about BravoCon and his experience there. And we've been asking him questions about his past and his most, you know, his favorite memories so far. And he asked us if we had any more questions. So um, we I, phoned a friend. Fortunately, you don't know him at all, which is the reason I <laughs> called you, because I need you to ask him one question that, that has not come at all to mind. To me and, and and Daniel, one question that that you would ask somebody that you didn't know. Oh man, the pressure. No from pressure. A, from, you know, just from a from a level-headed objective standpoint. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be about BravoCon. Completely irrelevant. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, that was just I was just giving you a background. Okay. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so anything. So many questions. Anything. Where are you? Where are you right now? Where am I? Um, I am in my my house. Columbia Heights. Oh, okay. Yeah. A uh, question, I guess, that I like to ask people. Sure. Um, and you know, you could feel strongly about it or not. Cats or dogs? Oh, I'm a dog person strictly because I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> well, that would be a good Fun reason answer. for it. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you, Samantha. Well, for being. Oh, come on! That was that was. Oh, oh <laughs> you want another she's, one. She's got more. Okay, Samantha, you another she one. Ju she's just getting started. Oh, she's getting started. Be, like meaningful and insightful, or. No, just 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 you know, pretend like you're here in the in the room and you you haven't had a chance to ask him any questions. Like I've pretend like you've been on mute the whole time and ask. Wait, I mean, I don't. Um, okay, if you were to become a ghost, who would you haunt and why? That's a great question. I'm proud of you. Good job. Um, I would, if I were a ghost, every time someone yawned around me, I would just like put my d in their mouth. Oh, oh my god! Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> every, time, every time, you, know every time, every time, around and yawn on on Halloween, you're gonna think about me. <laughs> Trying to find out. <laughs> That's like kind of a new definition of ghosting. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I suppose. All right. Well, unfortunately, I hate to be that person, but both my cameras are getting to that point where they're like not sure if they should keep stay on or not. So I'm gonna say for for TCast season three episode one, this is this is a perfect place to end it. Thank you both, all not both, but all of you for joining me. Samantha on the phone, Daniel in person, and obviously Matt here, right here in front of me. Thank I, you. I don't even know what to say at the end because uh, I've never. Uh, Tune in next week for season three, episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in uh, next time. You could end your episodes um, <clears throat> uh, if you watch old like Deaf Comedy Jam. Mm. 
you can watch them. I have all the VHS tapes, but if you watch them on YouTube, it's literally you'll like pee your pants laughing. Um, but uh, Russell Simmons produced each and every each and every uh. episode, and every episode he would um, like whoever the host was, whether it was Chappelle or Cedric or Steve Harvey or Martin Lawrence or Chris Rock. Um, everyone, whoever the host was, would say like, "Russell, do you have something to say to the people?" And no matter, literally like 200 Def Jam episodes, he would always come out on stage and say the same thing into the mic. <laughs> Thank you for coming out. God bless you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> so someone needs to bring that back. Thank you for coming out. God bless you. Good night. <laughs> Thank you for coming out. God bless. Good night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> TK got something to say to the people. Thank you for coming out. God bless. Good night. Yeah. God bless you. Good night. Thank you for coming out. God bless you. Good night. <laughs> Thank you for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Hey, guys. I just wanted to pop in here at the end and say thank you for watching. I appreciate it. And hopefully the videos get better from here on out. <laughs> All right. Girl, it's easy to love me now. Would you love me if I was down and out? Would you still have love for me, girl?